Welcome to episode number 137 of HearthCast, recorded on Thursday, September 13th, 2012, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. And today we're going to ask the question, can playing WoW help get you a job? Hmm. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, and this is Freckleface, and I'm a Blood Elf Paladin. And this is Root. I uh, My main right now is, I guess, still kind of Goblin Warlock. Although... You know what? I'm in the same thing, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to keep it as Blood Elf until I officially change. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, know. I am really liking the mage. I know. Really liking the mage. Um uh, we're a podcast, by the way, for the casual World of Warcraft player. In this episode, in addition to finding out whether or not you can get a job playing WoW, also in this episode, we're going to talk about some awesome add-ons, uh, in particular, Raven. We do have some HearthCast AOE with none other than Famous Amos. And then I'm going to sit Freckleface down in the hot seat, and I've got some uh, would-you-rather questions for you today, Ooh. Freckleface. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time... For another episode of Hearthcast. Hearthcast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. You can drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. And Rare Spawn Studios, where epic loot is guaranteed. Respawn Studios specializes in anime and gaming-inspired hats and accessories. You can find them on Etsy and just use the code HEARTHCAST to check out for 10% off your order. Would like to give a quick shout-out to all of our friends over on the Deathwing server with special salutations going to the Horderlies. Hi, guys. Also, uh, another thing you know about the Horderlies is they have a, another podcast, The Training Dummies. Yes. Very successful podcast. Getting accolades. They're doing this cool thing right now. Uh, they've got uh, some XT pets. Little XT. they got like a bunch of them. They have a little XT orphanage that they're running. And they need to find homes for the little XTs. Mm. And right now, all you got to do is just follow them on Twitter and retweet for them. That's it. And you're entered into the contest. And then maybe next week you do something on Facebook. Just follow them. They've got these things and they need to find homes for them because they eat. They break things. They and do break a lot of things. They do, and Hen's just tired of taking care of them. Yeah. So please, help them out. If you want a little XT pet, go check out The Training Dummies and get your little XT pet. All of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter, how are you guys doing? Those, it's exploding. We'll talk more about that later. It's just amazing. I'm super stoked about that. And, of course, we have some iTunes five-star reviews. Those are flowing in, too. It's incredible. But we'd like to point out a couple of those from the iTunes five star reviews: Sandy Mac, twenty twelve, and Ramona the Pug. We have a pug who listens to us. Hmm. A pug. A pug. I love pug. I used to have a pug. Did you, Missy? Oh, yeah. You know the little pugs. They're small dogs, right? Yeah. She was all black, uh-huh. little itty bitty normal pug size, and she was old. We got her from a pet store for free because she was old. Yeah. But she was loving and everything else. And pugs sometimes get this like. Um, uh, skin condition to get skin uh-huh. problems, you know? Yeah. And Missy had a little skin problem on her butt. And so she would like run around. Well, not really run around. She would put her butt on the sidewalk and do donuts. Like mm-hmm. like try to scratch yeah. her butt, you know? Yeah. And and pugs snort, right? Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Right. Our, our neighbor across the street called the cops on our dog. 
said that we had some dog growling at her and holding her at bay. Mm. And the cop showed up at our house. And saw the bug. Yeah. And then laughed, and my mom invited him in for a beer. They couldn't come in. So my mom was cool like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's pugs are awesome. So, uh, hey, Freck. Hey. How are you? Good. I feel like, I don't, you know, I don't know. It's a weird, weird week. We haven't gotten back on No, schedule, we're out of sync. Like. Anyway, it's just going to be all different because, you know, the, uh, we got a round table coming up. Round table. I was on Grand Old Podcast last week. Yeah. Well, this is about Lots you. Tell me, how are you? I'm good. Good. I've only been playing with Hunter. I haven't been doing anything else. Cammy Freck. Cammy Freck. Yeah. Cole. Cole. Yes. Had to remember <laughs> there. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> um, she's 76. 76? Yeah. Well, she was like 72 or last time I, I played. That's awesome. It's I, I still haven't quite decided if I really want to try to push myself to make sure she's 85 Do it. at launch Do it. or if I should just take my time. Because here's the thing. When launch day, everything is going to be crowded. So do I want to go into the new zones on launch day? Maybe, yes. maybe not. You do, because they're you all going to be, yeah, because they're going to be instant zones and you're not going to notice the crowd because you're going to be portered off with somebody else in your battle group. Hmm. That's a thought. I'm telling you, get the hunter to 85. You know what? I've never tried just level as fast as possible. It isn't. I don't it's know. not in your nature. It's I know just you not. like to smell the roses, read the quest text. And I started to, and then um, at some point I used the dungeon journal to look through all the stuff. Yeah, we talked about that on uh, Saturday. For yeah, the, in the short cast. So there was some stuff in the Burning Crusade dungeons that I wanted to get from Shattered Halls and Black Morris and. Um, the other one. It's one of the Naga ones. Yeah, Steam Vault. Steam, Steam Vault. Steam Vault. Steam Vault. Yeah. So, and I, this is about like level 75, and I decided, well, at this level, I can still use the Dungeon Finder to try to... Yeah, queue up for try it. Try to queue yeah, up for it. Yeah. How long did that take? Because <laughs> it was like a 30-minute queue. Right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, and then I wasn't questing while doing that because I was afraid of out-leveling it. Sure. So just, I just kind of stalled out on that for a little bit. But then you came along and you I said, did. hey, oh. I can run you through that. I was like, okay. Yeah. So rather than waiting on a 30-minute queue every time, we just went through Shattered Halls, what, like three times? Three or four, yeah. Three or four. I went through Steam Vaults. Two or three, three or four. Yeah. One of them took like more. It was like Two of them got it like one shot, and then the other one did like three or four times. The only, well, the Black Morris, we, had, we got that one on the first try, which is cool. And you've never been to... No, I hadn't. Had you been to any of those three? Um, Steam Vault, I think. Yeah. But you hadn't been to the Black and White, because that had one's not been different to that one. And with it, the portals that open, yeah. you got to go. And you were so nice in letting me complete the two one, the two dungeons I had never done before. Yeah, well, they're fun. And yeah. then you, know, you got the achievement. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which was kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, I haven't done this before. Um, it was a little confusing, too, because in the dungeon journal, it says Black Morris, but I was... Kind of panicking because I didn't see it on my list at first, mm. um, and I was, you know, I was asking dead guys like, "How do you get in there?" He's like, "Oh, I think you have to get a certain rep with the keepers of time." And then he's like, "No, I think you have to complete the quest and escape from Dernhold Keep." And then I realized they just called it something differently in the Dungeon Finder. They called it "Opening of the Dark Portal." Yeah, just to you know avoid any kind of confusion, right? I don't know. It yeah. seemed to be more confusing. Well, they called it two go. different things in two different places, but it's the same thing. Um, so anyways, so out of that night, so you know, you helped me out and we, we ran through 
a bunch of dungeons, and we went through Kara once on separate characters. Oh, yeah, and, I remember that. And, and then I, we tried the Tempest Keep. That didn't work. Oh, yeah. And I picked up a, a rare pig. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, for your hunter. You're like, yeah, you're he's like, like yeah. just a couple different shades of brown, so he's kind of interesting he's looking. He's got them spikes, and the spikes yeah, the are spikes, cool. spikes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's... um. Hellbore. Yeah, he's one of those, yeah. but he's like he's like Big. brown and dark brown yeah. spikes. Um, I named him Snuggles, um, just because. Snuggles. Yes. You named oh with the spikes. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. And you're you're mad at Blizzard for changing the name to confuse <laughs> people. Hey, I figure maybe some Alliance tune will come along and try to hug my boar, mm. and because her name is Snuggles, and instead yeah. impale themselves. Nice. Before right. they get a chance well, to kill me. Yeah. So strategic here. Okay. Strategic naming. I like it. Yeah. Fluffy. Snuggles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Snuggles. It, name invites a hug, but if you try to hug him, you'll die. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I just think of fabric softeners. I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of the bear. Yeah. Uh, I had one of those. Bottom in the store. I did too. No, see, I think everybody did. Not everybody. Yeah. A lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, so the nights that we weren't doing T-Mog and uh, Mount Runs, what were you doing? On the nights we didn't, that's Monday night. Monday night yeah. T-Mog uh, runs. You make the thing now. It's, I am. It's going to be a yeah. thing. If, if anybody else wants to join us on a Monday night T-Mog run, we run them about 9 o'clock Eastern, between sure. 8 and 9, something yeah. like that. Uh, you'll have to battle tag friend us, and uh, we'll do that. We'll do that thing. Get in there. We'll run some stuff. It's fun. What else have I done? I ran my first heroic with fruit. Your mage. Uh, my yeah. mage. 85 mage. And prior to that, I had run, uh, this is Grimbatol, by the way, and I had run another Grimbatol, just normal mode, with really crummy gear at 85. In fact, that, I dinged in that one when uh, I was there, right? And that was the one where you got in an argument with a guy, a recount. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the recount was way off. Both of us had completely different stats. I had, uh, and I talked to a guy uh, today who said he had seen that recount was just crazy with Cross Realm right now. It wasn't reporting yeah, properly. Yeah, well, it actually just got updated like yesterday. Yeah, so yeah another person told me that too. Um, however, uh, he was yelling at me about, D- about DPS and, no, look, I'm a mage, right? Yeah. I was doing roughly, I don't know, 10, 11K and really cruddy gear. And, and yeah, sure, it's not the top DPS, but it's not. I'm not the bottom of the chart. No. And I saved a complete wipe three times. Right. You know, come on. And I wasn't complaining about DPS. I asked a simple question on the final boss about uh, if everybody knew fight. Because we wiped and it seemed like I was the only guy doing any kind of DPS to the you know faceless dude who came down and was going to you know, hatch the eggs. And this guy just went ballistic. So, I don't know. I, I found a, a, a thing on harassment because he kept messaging me. Oh, he did? Yeah, I left the group. I'm like, I don't need this. I left the group, and he kept messaging me. What was he saying? Just, you know, all your DPS, you don't know how to play, learn to play, blah, blah, blah. We don't need you, blah, blah, blah. You, we'll get better loot. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of think that, you know, arguing about DPS when somebody just dings 85, you know, yeah. Maybe it's past his bedtime. Plus, after know. the fact, I mean, it, it's somebody's got to be, like, really, really, really rude for me to like, make a character and whisper them after the fact. It was cross-server. Then how did he so, whisper you after? I don't know. I couldn't reply to it. I don't know what he's doing. I claim hacks. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. I d- but I did. I reported for harassment. Oh, okay. So I was like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Report for harassment. You know, yeah. I'm too old. I got, you know... Yeah, I got. I see more Thelma and Louise moments in my life now 
Hmm. Where, you know, the girls, the parking scene, were like, we're younger and faster. And they're like, yeah, we're older and we got more insurance, you know, so. Yeah. yeah you know, I see those all the time. I'm getting old, freckle face. And you're referencing a TV show that I haven't seen. So yeah, especially when it was a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a movie. Yeah. You, haven't seen, it- you really have never seen Thelma and Louise. Freckle face. You call yeah. yourself a Southerner. I was thinking of Laverne and Shirley. I've seen that. <laughs> Is that not the same thing? No, dear. No. Oh, okay. You have homework. I'm giving you homework. All right. Right now. Okay. Go watch Thelma and Louise. All right. Is it on Netflix? Uh, probably. Okay. It's a classic. Okay. Go I'll watch it. it. It's your new homework for by this time next week. I'm uh, going to say Freckle Face. Quiz me? No, I'm going to ask you how it's changed your life. <laughs> okay. So all right. I, Fair it enough. will. Fair now enough. after after said um uh, event with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up, you know, ding in eighty five, and then just just meddling my way through the auction house and through any kind of gear I could get from other characters. Like I went and I bought anything that was boe uh, from the Justice Point vendor and the Valor Point vendor, anything I could get to get on the, on, on fruit, and I got them to heroic level two twenty two. I guess that's enough for heroics, so I started running heroics. Yeah, and the the first one I did was Grim Patrol, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And it was actually pretty cool. Now, we did swap out a tank. We lost a tank. Not a big deal. But we all were at the same gear level-ish, you know? And we just took our time. And it just seemed like everybody knew, all right, this is not going to be a cakewalk. We're not going to be one-shotting bosses here. But we will get through this. And we did. And I I was very, you know, it's one of those things that when you have a moment like that in a group like that, you kind of go, you know what? It kind of restores your faith a little bit in in the players and WoW. Right. And um, we get to the final boss, and we did wipe the first time. And the tank was like, all right, um, maybe I need a refresher because we shouldn't have died that quick. And another guy went, well, you know, you may want to not stand out of the purple swirl. You may want to stand in the middle with everybody else. And he goes, oh, didn't even notice that. Like, okay, well, cool. Well, here's what we do. We went over and it gets cool, not a problem. We all flew back in. Mm-hmm. Except for one guy who didn't know you could take the Drake's all you know halfway there, oh, no, so we waited. There's no big deal. Yeah. And then we just we white we cleaned it right out. We just yeah. one you know one shot it at that point, whatever you want to call it. And then I won the staff, and that was really cool. And nice. um, that was neat. So and like I said, it restored my faith a little faith a little bit rather in uh, in the players in World of Warcraft. Now last night, I was on. Uh, the uh, Grand Old Podcast, oh. or should I say the Grand Old Podcast, uh, with Sayamara, Absana, and Mike from Stopcast, who I'm super jealous with. He's got this, oh, just velvet voice. Oh, man. Man, I was jealous. He sounded so good. And then Sayamara, I mean, I just, I was outclassed. You know, all of them knew ten times what I knew about the book. You know, here's me. I read the book. Yeah, on drugs. Uh, yeah, I was medicated, and I, I mentioned that in the in the in their podcast that I was medicated. But here's a, here's a confession that I'll make that I didn't make then. It was a realization oh. I had then. I'll confess to it now. Oh, okay, what's that? About I don't know, maybe twenty minutes, fifteen twenty minutes into this conversation, the roundtable discussion about it, mm-hmm. I realized that I had forgotten half the book. <laughs> Because they referenced something about this naval battle, and I was like, "Huh?" And so I, I immediately start skimming through because I have, you know, I have my iPad with me there. I'm sorry, I had to be Apple centric. My iPad too, with me there, and I opened up my Kindle application, mm-hmm. 
and I'm quickly refreshing my memory on the book while we're doing the podcast. And I'm like, oh, okay, because okay, we're doing roundtable. I'm like, I got time, I got time. And uh, it was really cool. But I remembered it, was, it wasn't like there was new material. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I don't remember reading this. It, it all came back to me. So, but the scene came back to me because I totally forgot an amazing scene from the book. And uh, I was really happy that it came back to me and we were able to talk about it. One thing I will point out, it's kind of a funny moment in that podcast, is uh, Mike from Stopcast starts talking about the worst moment in the book. And he and I agreed. I, could, I knew it was coming. I mean, I was literally pulling stuff up on my computer and on the, and on the iPad too. And I was like, he's going to say this. He's going to say it. And then he gets right to it. I'm like, I stop him. I'm like, what were you thinking of at that point? And he couldn't, he couldn't pinpoint it. So I, I, I mentioned it. Predator. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh. <laughs> so it's, just, it's, it's, yeah, great podcast. Uh, great time I had. Totally outclassed by those people. Absano was fantastic. Her insights. It just, yeah. I was I was happy to be there. If you're going to listen to uh, that episode of the Grand Old Podcast and you haven't read the book, spoiler alert now. Uh, within 20 seconds, you will know everything about the book and then some. So it was really cool. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Can WOW help you land a job? Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. So it was a kind of question we kind of posed in our uh, thought of the day the other day, Freckle Face. About well, we we kind of did. Yeah, not we, that actual question. Yeah, well, very close to it. Like, yeah. would you stuff your resume oh, or whatever yeah, yeah. you put in there? Um, but you know, I have interviewed I don't know fifty people here recently. Yeah. You know, in the last couple of years with Riptide Software, and that's part of our my interview process is. Finding out if they play games. So, what does that tell you about the applicant? We'll get to that. You're jumping ahead, Frank. Let's let's go through this whole process, and you'll understand why I ask those kind of questions. But I also kind of look for things that are on a resume, Mm -hmm. and you know, you kind of wonder when you read some of these. Because a lot of times, one of but one of my biggest turnoffs on on resumes is when I read all these buzzwords. I hate buzzwords. I hate buzzwords. You know, if you're going to try to impress me with your resume, then tell me how you stayed up all night to fix a server issue so that when, when you know, 200 people came in in the, in the morning, they could log in and check their email. Mm-hmm. Tell me that. Yeah. So the question is, can WOW help you, help you get a job? Yeah, but there's a wrong way and right way that it can help you get a job. And let's kind of look at the wrong way first, shall we, Freck? So when you're looking at a resume, you decide to write stuff down on your resume. You want uh-huh. to impress people. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, right. You could write... Perform statistical analysis for performance optimization. In other words, I reforged. You could write monitored software for relevancy. In other words, I update my add-ons to curse. You could write adopted alternative methods of strategic plan implementation. Raid wiped, lost a healer, had to figure something out. I oversaw successful short-term ROI projects. I made fortune cookies and sold them on the auction house. Proven familiarity with various modular software packages used in a dynamic setting. I like my add-ons. Comprehensive understanding of precision scripting language resulting in a higher production uptime. I wrote a macro. Awarded service recognition for persistence and patience during a long-term project. Perky pug. 
diverse knowledge of multi-regional cultural observances. Killed all the holiday bosses, got my holiday pets and mounts, and still have an extra full pilgrim outfit in my bank. Okay, so you see how that, that's not going <laughs> to work, a, you know, because no. that's what I'm going to read. It kind of, well, that's the wrong way to do it. It is. At some point during the interview, someone will be like, so, what's this cultural... <laughs> so, could you tell me about this cultural divergence? And you'd be like, oh... Well, the night elves like to do this holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and we all take part in celebrating the moon goddess. <laughs> <laughs> so, you just don't understand. I had to pick berries for three days and... <laughs> I had to go visit these ancient guys and get coins from them. <laughs> you don't know how hard it is to stay with the pug that you know sucks. <laughs> I was one away from getting that pug. <laughs> yeah, that that was. But the flip side, we you know we make fun of it, but there's a flip side to it because, like I said, I look for these interview qualities when I'm interviewing somebody, and I'm usually. Right on the money if the person plays World of Warcraft or not. I could pretty much tell. In fact, there were a lot of these oh, interviews. Oh, you can tell before you ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of these interviews, I would have Kung Fu Elvis in there with me. And we would kind of give each other the nod. And so we'd ask the question. Mm-hmm. And we'd look at each other and we'd go, do you think it's time for the question? I think it's time for the question. You think it's time for the question? It's time for the question. And we look at him and go, Horde or Alliance? Hmm. Hmm. Right. And we only misfired once. The guy went, huh? <laughs> and we're like, uh, uh, do, you, uh, do you play any games? You know, <laughs> it's just cut to the chase, you know. So, you know, the guy's going to go home and Google what, what answer when interviewer <laughs> asks Horder Alliance. <laughs> what do I answer? Yeah, what, what is the right answer if I ask you Horder Alliance? Oh, I don't have an answer. Well, I can't, I can't not say Horde. We play Horde with the Horderlies. Right. You, but you have Alliance tunes, though. I have Alliance tunes. So you tunes. go, you say, hey, you know, I love the World of Warcraft. I'll play anything. Oh. Yeah. I'm bipartisan. You're bipolar? What? Bipartisan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing, and and why I like to include World of Warcraft in an interview uh, process. And this is just not necessarily World of Warcraft, but gaming in general. Um, And that is... That people can use the World of Warcraft or any other really, you know, MMO game as a form of networking with your game friends who might have leads for you, job people they know, True. you know, within their own circles. But you never know. You, you talk to your, your guildmates and the people you play with and you, ne- you just never know what might be out there. World of Warcraft can also establish common ground. You know, all of a sudden, you're brand new to the company. You don't know anything, anybody. It's strange. You know, everything's new. And somebody says, do you play World of Warcraft? And they say, yes. Or you list World of Warcraft on your resume. And they go, oh, you play WoW. Tell me about that. Now, all of a sudden, you become less defensive. You know, this shield, because... Just bottom line, a lot of times in these res- in, in these interviews, rather, it's very pretentious. That's true. And I don't want that. And I mean, I've got some speeches laid out that I try to break through all that, but nothing works better than if if, if we get to the the fact that the person, if the person plays World of Warcraft, and I start talking World of Warcraft, it is a, it brings the interview to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. 
one of the things I really like about that is since we have that commonality, I can ask him a technical question, slide it in a technical question about, you know, well, have you, did you, uh, did you install a 64 bit client? Did you have any issues with that? Or how did you overcome this? Or what about the latest video drivers? And while they're answering questions in their mind about, wow, what they're telling me is they have the proficiency to install a 64 bit operating system, to install a 64 bit client, to upgrade graphic driver. They're telling me all about their proficiencies. Uh, so, yeah, it really helps unglue that whole, their, their little facade that they put up for the interview. Also, I've interviewed some people that were completely, you ever heard of, what's a guy, Flat Stanley? Yes. All right. I think I've interviewed him. Hmm. You know, you, you get the person in there and they're just, I mean, yes, it's a technical job, but I don't want to hire a robot for that technical job, you know? Yeah. I want someone with some personality. I want somebody with some depth. I want someone who, you know, will go out and play something. You know, if if it, if it isn't wow, what, what what is their hobby? You know, what do you do? Show me some depth to your to your personality. And wow can do that, by the way, very very well in my opinion. Um unless you get the guy who goes, "Well, you know, I I got well, yeah, I got the free account played for a couple of weeks and yeah, it wasn't my thing." I'm like, ah, so you like My Little Pony. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say that. It's mean. Um, But, well, the cool part is you get somebody in there, and and they say, yeah, I play WoW. Uh, You know, and I'm like, okay, tell me about it. You know, your Horde, Alliance. Okay, well, yeah, I'm a Horde. Oh, that's really cool. Tell me about some of your characters. Well, I've got an 85, you know, what else? It doesn't matter. I've got an 85 Warrior. Now I'm thinking, okay, this guy completes tasks. That's what that tells me. He's got at least one full level character. He's seen something through to completion. He's got a, you know, he's following quests to get there. He's killing, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. So he's following instructions and directions. And they'll ask him about raid. What do you raid? Do you, you know, yeah, well, we've done this raid and this raid. And a lot of times, well, go ahead. What's up? What if they say they use bots? We had somebody. Who was that? Who was that? There was a person who who was an active botter. Oh man! Was she interviewed? Yeah, I think I actually worked with this guy for a while. What if you're interviewing somebody, asked about WoW, and they said they just botted it? You know, I would correct them on the grammar and say it's bought. Uh, you only bought it Sorry. once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I. I don't know. That would put me in. A, you know, you threw a wrench in this, Frank. I like that. I like yeah. that. This is does good. That, Give does me that my kind toes. of put you on edge, though? Even though you play WoW, you, they're not doing it right. It would. Or, um, or what, they say I play on a private server. Private server would not bother me. I know it's against oh. the the you know terms and agreements. But that would not bother me. A botting would bother me simply mm-hmm. because that is uh, gaming the system, and that's going to tell me that person is going to look for shortcuts. Oh. So that would bother me because that's a character flaw, in my opinion. Hmm. Um. It is now coming back to me who that person is now who did that. His name is Dave. We've talked about him on the podcast okay, before. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's been banned a couple times and just waits and then comes back. Huh? And he he actively bots and he you know it's kind of it was interesting to talk to him. He wouldn't come on the podcast, but it was interesting to talk <laughs> to him. That was doing a, a large project. That was cool that that brought that up. Um. But if I talk to somebody, this is funny. One guy I talked to knew more about WoW than I did, he made, which is not a big stretch, really. Um, but he was more into you know the, the Wrath rating uh-huh. and then all this stuff about Wrath. I was like, oh man, that is so cool. But it's cool because again, that tells me where you know you know completionist what he's doing. 
uh, you know, I'll ask for Armory. And you do have to have a good amount of social skill just to be able to raid in the first place. You have to be able to be in a group that's not going to kick you out. Who yeah. can put up with you. So yeah. So you're telling me at least nine other people can put up with your BS. You're in. You got a job. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, rating, what you bring up right there, that tells me something else. That tells me you can set and meet a schedule. You know, if you have a specific time that you rate every week, great. Wonderful. I know that that means you can set and keep appointments. I also know that if I have an issue, like at 2 o'clock in the morning, you'll probably be up. <laughs> and, and I won't feel bad about waking you up if it's your raid night because you'll already be up on your raid night. Um, I do like, because I get to ask questions about uh, other resources when we start talking WoW. I'll say, really, have you heard of like WoWhead? Have you heard about Ask Mr. Robot? Have you heard of, you know, all these different third-party resources? And most of them have. And if not, you know, you may share some stuff, which is always cool, too. That's fun. But that lets me know that sometimes these people are also resourceful. That they know where they're at and they know where they want to be and they find resources out there to get the information and get the job done. I love that. Google is very helpful. Google is very helpful. It's a wonderful tool. <laughs> um, uh, my buddy Rob Copeland, uh, Hot Pox, uh, he sent me a link one time that is uh, uh, it's from a website called Let Me Google That For You. Uh-huh. And it's uh, LMGF. T-Y, the initials of let me Google that for you. And you can go there as a person. Like, say someone asks you, like, a question over I am that is like, you know, why don't you just Google this, right? You can go to let me Google that for you and type in the query, and it'll give you a, a link to send them. And it doesn't say Google. It says that LMFTY, whatever. A little short. And, yeah, yeah. And they click on it, and it goes to a Google page, and it types out their question in the search bar, and the thing comes over and goes, and clicks on clay on the search button, <laughs> and there the the actual results are there. It's fantastic. I use that at work like at least once a week, <laughs> <laughs> at least because people get like I get some dumb questions. Um, but resourcefulness is important. When I worked at a college, we had a very extensive interview process. We had panels and everything else. It was a very difficult position to land, and they were hiring somebody for the IT department. And we put them in a situation that was impossible. We asked them to do an impossible task. We put them in a room. They had a server. They had two workstations. Uh, one was, Win- I said back in the day, we're going to date myself. One was Windows 95. The other was Windows NT, and it was an NT server. So you had a workstation and a server and Windows 95. Completely irrelevant that they're all three there. They're all hooked up on a little network, and we asked a person to limit the size of the home directory on the NT folder or on the NT server. Uh, you, you couldn't at that point in time do that. We had candidates who made it that far. We told them, by the way, you also have two hours. And then I would leave. We had candidates who left, did not complete the task and just left. We had candidates stay in there the entire two hours and come out crying. We had a guy claim he did it. And when I asked him to show me the proof, he could not reproduce it and Mm -hmm. said it was working, but now it's not. The guy that we hired... As soon and as soon as I told them this, now mind you, they had no reference books, no internet access, nothing, just the machines. The guy that I hired gave him the task. I turned to walk around. He goes, "Let me save you some time. I don't know if I can do this off the top of my head. I need more resources to figure this answer out. I don't have enough here in this room to do this. Congratulations, you got the job. Hmm. You didn't BS me. You didn't." try and waste two hours knowing that you didn't have the proper tools 
And so that that resourcefulness is something I always like to look for. So there are ways that, yes, World of Warcraft can help you get a job. But is it something, Freckleface, do you think you should list on your resume? I think there's enough people who would think that unprofessional that would it would put off a lot of people. All right. Yeah. Well, some resumes have a place for hobbies or pastimes. Well, aren't you... Are you writing that? You're, you're talking about a resume or an application? Resume. Resume. But some, some people put resume or pastimes on resumes, hobbies. That's true. Extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. No, people kind of save that, though, for like the fluffy stuff, like volunteering at the homeless shelter or things that just really make you look good. Yeah, but is that what you do? Well, if it is, yeah. Well, I'm asking you. Not that, no. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> what would you put? Well, I mean, I'd probably podcasting. Well, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. What's the difference? In, I mean, to me, at that point in time, it doesn't matter what you really put. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. If you have something in a hobby, whatever you do in the hobby, if if there can be some kind of common ground that you can mm-hmm. find, then wonderful. At Riptide, we do a lot of, well, they, let me rephrase that, they do a lot of, of uh, exercise type stuff, like bike riding, 5Ks, right. running, triathlons, swimming, all these crazy you know, races. Remember, uh, Meow the Snake did that huge race down in the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. along with Paul and you know, a bunch of people from Riptide. Well, let me, let me kind of explain why I'm saying what I'm saying. Okay. Most hobbies, like you're saying, um, sports. It's exercise. It's good for you. It requires discipline. Let's say your hobby is like knitting, you know, creativity, wincing and discipline, and uh, maybe you sell on Etsy so you have a little business skills. Mm -hmm. Most people, despite how you explain that it it does take skills and it can show skills, most people would think of playing video game as just something that's passive, that you can just sit there and do mindlessly. So... If you put it on there in print, then it's open to interpretation of however whatever bias people want to read into that. As opposed to if you if someone asks you in interview, what are your hobbies, and you can explain, well, I, I do I do well, and I have this raid team that's very structured, and we we go through every week, and we try and we strategize, and we do math to try to um, get our DPS higher, and you can kind of explain how it takes. You know, skills and brains and patience to do it, but just flat out saying I play WoW, people kind of look at that as okay. You you sit and you play video games and you stuff yourself with Cheetos. Mm, Cheetos. Yeah. You had to use Cheetos. I didn't know. You? I, you're right. There is a stigma to it, beyond any doubt. Um, and it does depend 100 percent on where you're applying to. We're a software company. We do training software. We basically have people in our department, our company, who developed America's Army, which is a um, first-person shooter. So it's okay to put it on ours. (laughs) It's welcome. Um, So, yeah, if if you're going to apply for a position like, I I don't know. law firm or something like that. Yeah. Yeah caregiver you know <laughs> then yeah i don't know why well, you know it's, it, it differs yes 
So maybe I would not put that down on my resume if I was doing that. Um, it has come up for me. I did not have it on my current resume when I applied for uh, Riptide, but it came up uh, after uh, the first day I was there, literally during my tour. You know, that's when KFE asked me if I played well. Uh, so it does. I mean, it creeps around. We are attached to this, some crazy stigma about it, and I really wish we weren't. It just, we all get kind of, like you said, you get put in this little box. We didn't say that, but you allude to it. That you get put in this little box and labeled gamer. So you're sitting in front of your computer doing mindless things. But it doesn't. It's not. I mean, you, you just can't sit there and, and do it unless you're fishing or herbing. <laughs> then that's mine. It depends how you play. It really yeah. does. I mean, I've played mindlessly, you know, before. There's that and other games where you just kind of shut down and you use it to shut down and that's it but there are things about the game that take you know a lot more what's the word I'm looking for concentration intelligence strategy uh, mental fortitude intestinal fortitude especially the poop quests uh, yeah it takes a lot more gumsure yeah. Yeah. initiative there's a lot to it mm-hmm. there's a lot to it absolutely you know, we did ask this question on both the Twitter and the Facebook. Uh, more specifically, we asked them about, you know, would you put it on your resume? Um, and, you know, would you hide it? Would you probably display it? Would you kind of be creative about it? And that's where we came up with the stuff in the beginning the wrong way. It was like, you know, creatively saying you played well. Right. So we have some people who um, would not put it on the resume, such as our buddy there, Demonic Rick. Honan said he would just... You completely avoid it to anybody and everybody unless they bring it up first. That and then uh, me, Molly, who actively lies about it to almost everyone. <laughs> what is that? I don't understand that. Why? I mean, that's shameful, I guess. I don't understand that. I mean, would be just like, nope, don't play. Nope, not me. You know why? I know why. They have why gold. They have gold. Or as 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 uh, as Dead Gay likes to say, they got the glods. Right, and meddling has a good point to hide it. That we can take a sick day when the expansion comes out. Yeah, you know, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> and when when I read that tweet, I was like, man, because now I've done and shot myself in the foot. Because you know our CEO at Riptide Software used to play, and so he knows. You know he's up on the what's up, and so if I'm like, hey, I got to take a day off. Oh, because of mop. You know, taking that release day off, huh, Root? Uh, I, you know, had knee surgery and nope, no, nope, you're doing that. See, here's the other thing. I can't use that excuse either because he had knee surgery a week before I did. Ah. But mine was better. We compared pictures. So. <laughs> and from Facebook also, um, Gary would not put it on the resume. Jeff would not put it on a resume. And then there's people who would maybe not put it on the resume, but who might list as a hobby or use it to kind of find a common ground, as we kind of mentioned. Break the like, ice. Uh, yeah, like Share Bear got a job in a gaming store that li- uh, had listed at an array leader position. Wasn't that like, if you're going for a job in a gaming store. Yeah, that's important. I think that would be like my number one thing. I'd be like, I am a WoW raid leader. Uh, we have cleared, you know, <laughs> I'd actually be like, yeah, we're 888 normal. We're working on heroic. Uh, I've got 10 other people in my raid. You know, yeah, I'd, I'd be like listing it out completely. Yeah. And then uh, Brent got a uh, snagged a client by mentioning WoW. Noodles got a job from an interview that they had talked about WoW. 
I mean, just with the sheer amount of people playing this game, it's got to touch somebody in your life somewhere. That's true. Jason from Facebook had an interview where they where he mentioned that he played WoW when they asked me to do spare time. Many figures that people are playing WoW aren't aren't out at bars playing drinking games and getting DUIs. True to a point. You don't think they're mutually exclusive? Not necessarily. <laughs> um, I've been on a lot of raids where after about the third wipe, you start questioning the sobriety of anybody else who's on with, with you. Well, but the the point is DUI. Again, you could be uh, playing in a land party, like you know. Oh, that's true. Uh, Sci-Fi City here has that's games, but they don't true. allow drinking. But there was a huge land party that we didn't make it to for three days, or we didn't make it over there because I feel embarrassed about that. Uh, but they had, you know, so yeah, you still could. Yeah. And um, Gary, Jeff, and Tammy all kind of uh, feel the same way that they would probably talk about it. As a hobbies, if it if it came up, but not put it down on a on a resume. And Tim Tim Bongers from Facebook also um, said he put it down for applications and game development. That'd be a great place. So for yeah, it, it kind of goes along with your same Riptide. It's a game, or it's that type of environment. So, so yeah, it kind of the responses surprised me. I will say this: yeah, the responses we got from that question because I really expected. The opposite. I expect everybody to go, yeah, I'd say it. Yeah, I'd really? say it. Yeah, I really did. Yeah. yeah. I think um, I think people are scared of what to put down on resumes because you hear much more about like what not to say during an interview and what not to put on a resume, even though that something that is unique to them might be something that helps the interviewer get to know them and might actually hand them you know, get them a job because they have a connection, but then people are so scared to say anything that might in some way come off as unprofessional, mm-hmm. you know, that it's, I think that's why you get what you were talking about earlier, that people have this wall that's just kind of like, oh, I have to say the perfect thing. Like they're a politician on TV. And, and I hate that. One yeah. of the best uh, interviews that I had ever at Riptide, um, we had it, on the fly, like, can you meet for lunch now here? And that was a test uh, because that position, at that point in time, the position we were hiring for was going to be high demand at the very last second. And so for me to tell the guy, can you meet me here for lunch right now, was like a little bit of a test. Uh And we got there, and his humor, and he's just him. You know, he there was no front. There was nothing. It was just you, what you saw is what you got. And I loved that. And he's that's how he is today. What you see is what you get with the guy. And it's fantastic. Um, but, you know, I don't – I wish really there was a way for us as a community to get the stigma to go away. There was a, a question posed on um, the WOW subreddit. Some guy was doing some uh, college work and needed a, a survey done. And he was asking about, you know, what WoW could do differently, what Blizzard as a company could do differently to change advertising. What have they done what do they haven't done? And it still seems, you know, yeah, they'll get Mr. T or whoever, Chuck Norris or all this other. And, you know, they're playing to the to the inside jokes in WoW. Hmm, that's true. And they're funny to the WoW players, you know, and... Yeah, it gives you an opportunity because I can remember, you know, they had a thing with Chuck Norris on it, and 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 my wife was like, "Why is that relevant to WoW?" 
Hmm. And I'd explain to her, you know, the Baron's chat and the and the Chuck Norris jokes and all that. I had to explain all that to her. And uh, so she was like, oh. So, yeah, I could see that breaching the conversation and making it, you know, an interesting way. But I don't know. I would I would still put on my resume. I would still let people know that I play WoW. But hmm. I can dig it. I can understand why people don't. Yeah. I, just, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. I really don't. Because I've got... And we all probably do have years of time invested in this game. So That's true. But, yeah, thank you, everybody, for the input. Uh, it surprised me and uh, opened my eyes a little bit. So thank you for the education at the same time. So, Frack, what do you think? Conclusion? I guess just, you know, be honest about it. If it is brought up in an interview, talk okay. about it. Try to use it as a common ground, maybe. Or try to let it emphasize, you know, your social skills or try to think about similarities between what you do there in the game go. and yep. what you might do in the job. And that, I think what you hit it right there is the most important thing. If you can find the common ground between what you do in WoW and what you'll be doing in that job, you got it made. Made in the shade. It's American Dream. Life is just peaches and cream. Awesome add-ons. So 5.04 comes out and everything breaks. Yeah. Right? Everything. So I'm like, I got rid of everything. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? I'm starting over. And now I've got a new warlock, and he's got new stuff. And I'm like, oh, boy, I got a new warlock with new stuff. And really, this is important. And going back to the previous expansion, like, I really didn't do a good job tracking this. And, you know, the biggest thing was that power auras was broken. You remember yeah. that, right? And I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, man, it's giving powers. me so many yeah. bugs. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? Okay, uninstall Power Wars. When they fix it, I'll put it back on. Maybe. Did you uninstall it or did you just disable it? No, I uninstalled the thing. Oh. That's gone. Now, mind you, I use Curse. It's very easy to... At the pro version, I just click a button. It's gonna yeah, be- but all you have to do is just before you log in, gone. just to unsave gone. it. Okay. Gone. Okay. Gone. Gone. But then you forget. Don't need it. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. Found us a little bit of add-on. It's called Raven. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Raven is a customizable timer bar and uh, buff monitor and debuff monitor. Basically, monitors your buffs, your debuffs, your cooldowns, everything that's going on. And, and it's really cool and it's super, super, super easy, which is, you know, it makes it really good for me. By default, it comes loaded with a lot of cool tools. If I want to know my buffs and my debuffs on me, there's a thing for that. If I want to know the buffs, or rather the debuffs that I've put on the targets in front of me, there's a thing that does that automatically. Uh, if I want to know my timers, it's got this cool timer. I put it on the top of my screen. you know. It's this, so if I cast something, I know how much time I've got like on my buffs. How much longer is my mage armor going to last? There's a little timer that goes across the top of the screen. Immediately, I can tell what is going on. Now, yes, all these, there's a plenty of other add-ons that do this, but this one is... You don't have to configure anything. You go through, you check a couple buttons, and you're done. The hardest thing for me was uh, was going through and, and removing stuff because I got overwhelmed the first time with, with, with information. I didn't need to know that much. <laughs> it's like I really don't care right about, like, yeah, I want to know that that boss has what I put on it, but right now I really don't want to know every single debuff that boss has on it because that got filled, filled my screen up. <laughs> Everybody dotted the boss up and everything. Um. It can handle multi-targets. So when I have a bunch of you know mobs in front of me and I drop down Flame Strike, they all get a, a debuff from, from that Flame Strike. A little dot hits them. And then if I start dropping 
living bomb on them, then I need, you know, it shows me the time on all those. I know when that living bomb is going to blow up and it tracks all those on a cool little stack. It's got neat timeline. I mentioned that. You can put it anywhere in the screen. I happen to put it at the very top of mine, kind of like in a compass type setting, right above my waypoint arrow for uh, uh, Zyger guides. It's got some really cool condition checking, uh, which supports your, your buffing, your debuffing, your spell rotation. It can do just a ton of stuff. It's just, it's tracking your hots, your dots, uh, your your buffs, your debuffs. It just tracks everything for you. In combination with uh, the the simple stuff I have for Tuck UI, which Tuck UI, the latest version, still go get it from the website. Don't wait for Curse. Uh, the the updates are you know get those from the actual Tuck UI website. With those two things, I you know I've watched my DPS go up dramatically. The information I get from it is fantastic, uh, both for my mage and my warlock. Uh, for my warlock, I can easily track uh, the uh, um, the corruption and the doom, the, de- the the dots I put on them. It's easy as pie to track those things. So highly recommend it just because you need to be informed as a player what's going on on the bosses and you. So this does that very, very, very easily. I was asked, I think Gary Powell on, on uh, Facebook asked me about, because I put a screenshot when, when when Fruit hit 85, and he wanted to know everything I used. And basically, I, just, I got rid of so much stuff, and I've only added a couple things back. So I highly recommend checking out Raven. You know, you don't like it, it's get rid of it. You know, it's very simple to set up, though, uh, and you'll learn a whole lot by that. You're listening to... Hearthcast. So, hey, Freck. Hey. You want to play a little bit of uh, Hearthcast AOE? I would love to. That's great, because I've got Famous Amos on the line. Hey, Famous, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Is it Famous? Is it Amos? Is it Famous Amos? Is it... Ah, either one you want. F-A. It's just kind of a... I've had it for a long time, so either one. Famosamos? (laughs) I don't know about that one. Okay, and just, you know... (laughs) Gotta test our limits. Yeah, well, I do notice that, you know, it's it's got the camel back, you know, capital letters. It's got that second capital A in there, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? How long have you been playing WoW? Um, I started playing in vanilla, and then I took a long break and missed out on BC. Um, Came back in rap and raided and... I took a long break after that, too, and I just came back, uh, I don't know, probably four months ago. What brought you back in? Um, One of the guys that I work with, he started talking about it, and then I just wouldn't shut up about it. I really enjoy the game, and so I just sit there and talk to him all day about it. Even without being in it, you know, I can still look stuff up. True. Yeah, so he sent me, you know, the Scroll of Resurrection, and here I am. You know, my son does that. He he doesn't right now actively play the game. He's got a tune. I I think it's like level... 50, 60, something or other. Yeah. Doesn't really actively play right now, but if I have a question, man, he is like research assistant <laughs> number one for me. I love that. It's great. Yeah. It's uh, very, very uh, easy to be in, impartial, you know, when you haven't actually played it. So This is true. <laughs> research is good. Um, I don't have like a blog or anything, but I do go on Twitter quite a bit. Um, you guys can find me at, at IfritHawk and think Final Fantasy Ifrit, I-F-R-I-T, and then hawk like the bird. Yeah, and you also hang out in the in the Hordelies chat room during the day. That ch dot com. Oh yeah, every day. We're getting used to you in there. First, we're like, what's <laughs> what's this? <laughs> Famous. We're gonna play a little bit of a tune here for you. Listen to uh, the instructions and directions, and then we have a very important question for you right at the end. All right. 
Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. All right, famous question number one for you is this, and the most important one all night. Who are you going to play against, Root or Freckleface? Uh, we'll go with Freckleface. Playing against Freckleface. So, Freck, uh, here are your headphones. You haven't done this part in a while. It's always been me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's, that's no good. Well, this should be rather interesting. Uh, Famous, have you done any rating in the game? Uh, yeah, I rated all in vanilla and in Wrath. I missed a lot of Alder or Aldum, whichever one it was. But I got into ICC, and then after that, I left. And I think I've done like two or three runs of Dragon Soul. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you uh, we'll see because these these questions <laughs> they're rather in game. These all, by the way, come from. Uh, ElsAngland.com, that is E-L-S-Anglin.com. It's a fishing website for World of Warcraft, and it has nothing to do with fishing, outside the fact that all these questions about the Seafood Magnifique Feast. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> well, you put it this way. Freckleface has done Dragon Soul 1, so this should be... Uh, <laughs> be an even match here. <laughs> we ought to be okay. So let's find this out. Uh and we're going to put some time on the clock here. And we're going to begin right now. Okay. What level does the Seafood Magnifique require? What's the minimum level you have to be? 80. Question number two. What is the maximum health and or mana, both of the same, that the Seafood Magnifique uh, gives you? What's the bonus that it gives you? What does, what does it restore? Restore? Yeah, how much health uh, or mana does you do you get? Uh nineteen thousand. Nineteen K. All right. Question number three. The seafood magnifique feast adds the the well fed buff, increasing your primary stat and stamina by how much? Uh, I believe it's ninety. How long does the well fed buff from the seafood magnifique last? An hour. And question number five. The recipe for Seafood Magnifique is sold by the guild vendors. How much does the recipe for the Seafood Magnifique cost? Oh, just looked at this too. Uh, 15, 20 gold. 20, 20 gold. 20 gold. Okay. And time. <laughs> All right. Minute and 15 seconds there. I told Freck right about two minutes. I'm not too far off. I'm going to go poke my head out and get her from down the hall. Just so you know, between you and me, I think you got this one in the bag. <laughs> hey, hold on set. And Freckleface has rejoined us. I'm back. How'd you do? I think I did pretty good. He's confident, <laughs> Freckleface. He is confident. Okay. Uh, you should quake a little in your boots there, Freck. <laughs> I think I need to write better questions. Mm. So... Now, mind you, uh, Famous Amos here has not raided really in uh, in Cataclysm. Okay. Um, yeah. So you should be pretty much on par there. Okay. These questions, Freckleface, by the way, come to us from Els England, ELSEngland.com. It's a wow fishing site. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. This has yeah. nothing to do about fishing. 
It has to do what? with the Seafood Magnifique Feast. Ah, okay. So that's where all these questions come from. All the questions? All the questions the are about the feast. Okay. Who knew that you could come up with five questions about a feast? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. See, you can't. I'm just wasting my own time, aren't I? Yeah, I know, you're stalling. Okay, you ahead, are stalling. All right, here we go. Then time is okay. now going. Question number one. What level does the Seafood Magnifique Feast require? 80. Question number two. What is the maximum health and mana the Seafood Magnifique Feast restores? You mean, wait, you mean like the the, the numbers? Yeah. How much you get? How much health you get from it? From it or will you have total? How much can it totally replace? 75,000. All right, 75K. Question number three. The Seafood Magnifique Feast adds the buff well-fed, increasing your primary stat and your stamina by how much? 20. How long does the well-fed buff from the Seafood Magnifique last? Two hours. And question number five. The recipe for Seafood Magnifique is sold by the guild vendors. How much does the recipe cost? Two fifty. And time, 108. I was guessing. Yes, you were. You were all over the board. Oh. And, um, oh, no. Should I bother adding this up? I don't know. <laughs> you don't raid, do you, freckle face? No, I don't. <laughs> I did the raid finder that one time, and I was done, remember? Yes. You were there. Yes. I declared hey, that, that's myself. all I've done, too. Yeah, I declared myself the victor over Deathwing. I was like, I don't need to kill him again. <laughs> You've missed out on a lot of great fees provided by Apparently. Hind. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hind and Chariot usually I'm provide sure our fees. Cooks them expertly with well, it's well, yeah, because he uses the uh, the Canadian. Uh, what's he call it? Back ham. Plus the hen back ham. Back ham. Back bacon. Back bacon. Sorry. It's back bacon. It's back bacon. Are you talking about pork butt? I don't know what I, it's. They have it up in Canada. Or ham hock. Back back bacon. That's got to be pork butt. It's back bacon. They just more polite over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's look at some of these questions and answers here. Why don't we do that? All okay. right. Sorry. Question right. number one I asked you guys is all about the Seafood Magnifique. I said, what level does the Seafood Magnifique feast require? Famous Amos, you said 80. Freckle face, you said the same thing. The answer is 80. Yay! So you guys split yeah, the yeah. points Good there. Good job. <laughs> question number two. And I might have maybe not, not written this question out right because you both kind of stumbled on it. What is the maximum health and mana the Seafood Magnifique restores? What I meant like is up to how much can it heal you for? Yeah. Which is I probably should have said that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyhow, a Famous, you said 19K. Freckleface, you said 75K. The answer is... 96k. So Freckleface oh. with the oh, point. Wow. Guess that makes sense because that ha- that's how much the regular food heal. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> I don't think I've eaten any food ever in the game, so I'm pretty we, not sure. <laughs> did you roll a mage or? <laughs> no, no. Just I mean, you can either heal yourself. Oh, or... this is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Question number three I asked you guys about the Seafood Magnifique was that it adds the uh, the well-fed buff that increases your primary stat and your stamina by how much? And let's see here. Famous Amos, you said 90K, or just 90. Yeah. And Freckleface, you said 20. 
the correct answer is answered by one of you. None of this suspense mess. Just tell us. 90K famous got it. (laughs) On the money. Wait, what was the question again? How much does it increase the buff? Uh, what the buff is? 90s. Plus 90 to your stamina. Oh, plus 90. Yeah, you said 20. Yeah, I did say 20. Yeah, famous said 90. But not 90K. Not then, 90K. Okay, Nobody said K. Nobody said K. You That's did. GM level. <laughs> right. I've got 90K plus health. <laughs> it's over 9,000. <laughs> well, the next question I asked about the Seafood Magnifique buff was how long the buff that you get from at the well-fed buff lasts. Mm-hmm. Famous said one hour. Freckleface, you doubled that up and you said two hours. Why do, why do you just deflate it I'm over there? I'm second guessing myself. Just Would you like to change answer. your answer, no. Freckleface? Okay. Well, the right answer is one hour. Famous uh, got that one on the money as well. Doesn't the alchemy stuff last two hours? Yes, the flask. The flasks. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was yeah, thinking. That's right. yeah. Close, close. Close, yeah. <laughs> Persists through death. Um, the recipe for the Seafood Magnifique is sold by the guild vendors. How much does the recipe cost? Famous, you said 20 gold. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You said two. I can't read my writing. 20 yeah, I gold, think I think you said. <laughs> Freck, you said 25 gold. I said 250. 250 gold. Yeah, that's what I said. You said two. I just can't read my writing. 250 gold. The correct answer is 150 gold. Ooh. So, let's, we got to do math here. Do you have Carry the one. You're over 100 away. And yeah. He's not, so he gets the point. Wait, what? Yeah, he's like over 100 What did he, wait, what did he, he get? 20 gold. He's less, he's, he's at 250. Okay, so what was the answer? Uh, 150? So he was 130 away? Oh, uh, yeah, 100 you're right. Away. Yeah, Root doesn't do math. Math, I know. <laughs> That's why math is hard. Math is hard. Still, however, it's five to three with the win going to Famous Amos. Good Woo. job. Yeah. <laughs> I was really worried about that. Pretty sure I was going to lose horribly. <laughs> now you did I think good. it was just a matter of who guessed better with this one. Yeah, right? better in how exactly. in, in Root's math skills too. Yeah, well, yeah, they're not I there. Couldn't, I couldn't remember if that was the. Food from Raph. So I was like, uh, <laughs> our number is going to be way off here. <laughs> yeah, don't we get something that gives us a, a resistance to frost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Famous Heyman, thank you so much for coming out and playing and defeating Freckleface, Aww. which is the best part of the night. Aww. No worries. <laughs> and we'll see you in the Hordley's chat room and uh, maybe on Twitter a little bit coming up here. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Thanks, and have a great night. Hi, uh, you guys too. See you later. Oh, hey, Freckleface. Uh, hey. You're in the hot seat. Ooh, you're in the hot seat, Freckleface. Oh. This week we have nothing but would you rather questions. Uh. We actually have. Uh, one, two, three, four, five of them today. Okay. They're not as obscure as they were last week, so All I right. think uh, you won't be uh, in giggle fits over there. But that was very funny <laughs> uh, that when that happened. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed watching you uh, suffer. 
through that. Oh, that's me. Squirm in your seat mm. in the hot seat because it was a real it hot, was seat. A hot seat. That, yeah, so it was, it was good yeah. to watch that. So all right. Question number one: Would you rather marry someone with a neck tattoo of their ex, or marry someone with a unibrow that grows back immediately if it's shaved? How thick is the unibrow? How thick is? I'm gonna say Guido thick. That's pretty thick. Can either of those things get lasered off? No. Well, yeah, a tattoo could be removed. Yeah, you can remove a tattoo. Okay, well, a tattoo then. Only after it's lasered. All right. Okay, so that's gonna be your your, your marriage condition. You got to laser off the tattoo. Yeah. Uh, eh. I have I have a really bad thing again. What you don't like tattoos or just neck tattoos? For the most part, I don't like tattoos. I like ones that are very thought out, that are artistic. Well, I don't know what you're looking at me like that for. Because that's not the right tattoo. Why not? You Because you cannot have an emotional attachment to a tattoo. Because what? It, yeah, the tattoo you get will never uh-huh. be the tattoo you want. Why? Because it stretch. It just never. It will never live up to your expectations that you had in your mind. I've seen pretty ones on Google. Well, I'm sure you have. I've seen some messed up ones on Google, too. I know. Okay. I'm just saying, if you're going to put something permanent on your body, it needs to actually enhance the look of it, and it needs to be something that's meaningful. I will agree in the first and disagree in the second. Now. What if you get, like, Bart Simpson on your butt? If you want Bart on your butt, you put butter on your butt. You've ruined your butt. Why? There's Bart Simpson's face on it. Well, so? There's something ugly. It's just, it's a body thing. You gotta, you gotta respect your own, you gotta respect your own body. What enough. if I wanted a Bart Simpson face on my butt? I doubt that you feel that emotional toward Bart Simpson. But here, okay, that's the thing. That there's the, here lies the issue. You cannot uh-huh. have an emotional attachment to your to your tattoo. That doesn't make any sense. All right, since I have no tattoos, uh-huh. and to my knowledge, you have no tattoos. No. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> uh, when we have Paul in here, we will bring Paul in. And Paul uh, does have tattoos. Okay. And we will talk to him about tattoos. Would you rather have everyone recognize you when you walked around or only recognize you when you spoke? The latter. Only recognize you when you spoke? Yes. Spoken like a true podcaster. Freckle hey, face. I know. Because... Well, even in general, I just... That happened to you, though. When? At the WoW meetup. Like, two oh, or three Malwinas and Keandra. Right, 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 you were right. speaking, and Keandra's like, Oh, you're a freckle face! I'm not so. even talking about being recognized. Okay, but you're you're assuming that, like, your friends, like, you're walking around, and they don't see that you're there until you come up and start talking to him, right? Or how about you just in public, people like, Oh, there's freckle face! No, I wouldn't want that. Versus you start talking and someone goes, wait a minute, that, that voice, I know that voice. But the extreme to that is, is that no one recognizes you, not even your family and friends, until oh. you start talking. Like, oh. no one sees you. Oh. No one acknowledges your presence unless you're talking. Mm. Mm. I like that. Interesting. Yeah. Freckleface, would you rather hate a job that paid you well or love a job that paid you poorly? It depends on the extremes, because if you hate it, but it's decent hours, like, you know, five o'clock in the day, go home. It says pays you well. It doesn't say anything about hours. Well, 
If you hate it and you're like on call 24 7, it's not worth it. Hmm. But if you like hate it, but then you go home, it's like, okay. But then you have like lots of money to do whatever you want to. I don't know. It might be worth it. Yeah. But if you have a job that you, even as much as you like it, if you're not getting paid enough, there's always like something nagging at your, at your mind like, oh, I'm not doing the right thing. Yeah, you feel guilty. I've been in this yeah. situation, by the way. Well, you probably feel the same way even if you hate your job. You feel like, oh, I'm not doing the right thing. But. No. no. If, if I ask myself that question. If I was getting paid, I would stay. Yeah. Because I look at it from a provider standpoint. Mm-hmm. I'm providing for my family. Well, so, true. So I would look at it from that. Oh, okay. This is a WoW-related one. This is cool. Okay. Would you rather have a weapon that could one-shot any boss but remove its loot or have to be carried through the entire raid but get epic drop, Epic drops. So you oh. can do no damage uh-huh. and get cool loot, or uber damage and you get no loot. Well, okay, so scenario one, everybody loves you, but you don't get any personal gains. Scenario two, everybody hates you, you're a liability. But you get personal gains. But gain. you get personal gain. You get loot. I think I can bribe people to carry me. <laughs> so you're hoping that it's BOE loot that you can sell in the auction house. Yeah. And be like, just I'll pay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, if you could one shot bosses, you people could pay you and you could just buy stuff off the auction house. But lots of things that you want are BOP. Oh yeah. The mounts. True. Yeah. All the bosses, okay. like, what's the point of running all the things if you ne- if you can never get the mounts? What if you one-shot it and the mount dropped and you couldn't roll on it? Oh, that'd be the worst. I know. And you're the one that one-shotted it, so. Yeah, you don't yeah. Know. yeah. Okay, you're right. I yeah. think you're right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like this one. Oh. Freckle face. Mm-hmm. Would you rather lose the sense of feeling, like touch? Yes. Or the sense of taste? Taste. Really? Yeah. That'd be skinny. <laughs> uh, well, no, you wouldn't because nothing would taste bad either. Yeah, but I wouldn't be like... Uh, right. You wouldn't be, be like, tempted. you wouldn't crave. You'd be like, oh, I really want pizza. You'd be like, yeah, whatever. Or you'd crave it, but they could eat and be like, well, there's no point because you can't taste it. Yeah, I might as well have wafers. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're... Mm-hmm. Uh, you, yeah. But you, might as well have like... You could be drinking like kale all day, and you make yourself drink carrot juice stuff. Like that. I, I like carrot juice. What about carrot juice? Nasty. Um, you just haven't had it done right. There's a place right down my house, a Spanish joint. Oh man, they make the best. My parents. Who are they? The, the Zanahoria. Is that right? Zanahoria forced oh. me to drink a glass one day. Oh, I almost called the cops. Child <laughs> what? abuse. Are you serious? Child abuse. Is that nasty? No, they went through a stage. They're juicing things. Oh yeah, both that's their, big both now their, too. That's both huge. their hands turned orange. Uh, you know what, Pete? Pete Wilson. When I was growing up, Pete and Beth Wilson, their mom. Another cool fact about her is she was immune to uh, poison ivy, uh, but she was the same way. Her, her extremities turned orange. Yeah. Yeah, she was immune to poison ivy. That happens, to little kids too, and all they eat is sweet potatoes. It's really orange. Huh? Yeah, like they'll, they'll turn orange. So, hey, Freck, we got a lot of stuff going on with HearthCast itself. Where are we going to be? That's right. Um, the night of the launch 
Um, we're going to be meeting up at Firkin and Kegler's as an official WOW meetup event. Firkin it is official. Yep. Yeah, about 6 o'clock. I mean, there's lots of stuff to do there. There's bowling. There's arcade. There's mini bowling. Mini bowling? Yeah. What is that? Exactly what you... It's like small lanes, uh-huh. small balls. Oh. It's amazing because like, regular balls are too heavy for me. Oh, Don't say anything. I'm not. No, okay. I'm, no I was going to do anything. It's fine. The, the balls are too heavy, and the right. lane is too long, and like yeah. But it, it my the ball starts like peter out before it gets there, and like okay. But like rollerball, right? Rollerball, rollerball. Okay. I'm amazing at it. Oh yeah. Is this a challenge? Sure. Yeah. You're challenging yeah, me sure, to sure, rollerball. Sure, sure. Ball. There's rollerball. There's um. There's right. DDR. I can't do that. There's air hockey. Ah, uh, smoking air hockey. Yeah. Plus I, there's I don't know. entered a championship and won. Entered a competition oh. rather than won. There's Disney. pool. There's dancing. Don't do that either. Yeah. There's yeah. um full bar. So there's restaurant, there's full service restaurant. A lot to do. There's a lot to do. So we'll be there for a few hours. Which before. is cool. And we've already got some people signed up to go. Yeah. And we're just gonna hang out there and then head over on our raid that night. Yes. Over to the uh Raid the GameStop. GameStop, right, UCF. over at UCF. Right. I'm gonna buy my copy there. I'm not gonna do the digital thing. You're not gonna do digital. Nope. I want the box. Interesting. You want we're, the box. You know what? Well what there's a spot up there. On the shelf here in our studio? It needs a box. It does. One of us has to get it. Angle me me. I know. I might. I don't know. Writing. I might. I might get a box. Yeah. Because, you know, because. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Those who know, know. That's a That's safe right. statement to say. Uh-huh. There, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> might get a box just because. So um, don't forget about the Hearthies. You can't win them. You can only earn them. We're looking for our next... Recipients. Yeah, I got somebody high on my list right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Really high on really my high list. Really high on my list. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for our website, August has been our busiest month. Ooh, you don't know the half of it. I don't. You I'm just don't reading what you wrote now, half of <laughs> so it. I don't know the half of it. Uh, not only have we had over 90,000 unique visitors to HearthCast.com, I got the phone call today from oh. the provider. Um. Trying to figure it out. Don't know what's going on yet, but in the last 72 hours, we've had over a million hits to the website. <laughs> and, um, yeah, enormous amount of data transferred. But, um, yeah, I'd like to hear the – hopefully I have a better report uh, tomorrow to figure out what the, the, the postmortem is on that to figure out why um, – we got this crazy yep. amount of traffic. And, yeah, and our Facebook page is just blowing up. That is exploding it. all over the place. Guys, go check out our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. We have over 1,215 likes to the page. Uh, we are growing faster than anybody else in the world on this thing. And um, you guys are just giving us awesome feedback oh, and comments. So, and You know the best thing I saw on what, there, honestly. I mean, yeah, we're throwing news up there. We're throwing stories. Today, by the way, is the anniversary of um, the uh, the plague, and wow! Oh, that's right. That, yeah, that came out the blood, the boil blood plague seven years yeah. ago. We put that kind of story up there, but I saw two of our listeners on our Facebook page mm-hmm. in a comment thread, basically coordinate to go run something together. Oh, and that to me makes it. It's a community page, right? You know, we're, we're you know we're not. We're a community. It's a community. That that made the community right there, in my opinion. So that was really cool that that we got to see that. So that thing is, I mean, it's it's growing like gangbusters. The 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 stats are through the roof. I should post uh, like a picture of the, of the way the stats have increased because it, it's them. It's you guys that are doing. It. It's not us. 
we're posting the stories up there, but you guys are doing the commenting. You guys are doing the liking. Your friends are doing the liking, and it's it's just going great. We're loving it, and it's all thanks to you guys on that one. We've also got the WoW subreddit, and that thing is also just going great as well. Over on Reddit, reddit.com, uh, you go to the WoW podcast subreddit, which is basically go to uh, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash wow podcasts, plural. Uh, we have basically Cold from Cold's Gold Factory, Sayomara V, and myself are the moderators. If you know anything about about Reddit, you want to be a Reddit moderator, um, you want to help us out with, with this subreddit, let me know. Because this thing is, like I said, it's going crazy on the river there too. We have people such as... Epic Podcast, G Chat, Deck Tease, Bind Unequipped, Grand Old Podcast, Stopcast, Wow File, Realm Maintenance, Control Alt Wow, The Manicuda, Convert to Raid, Dark Moon Herald, Girls Gone Wow, Five Wow Things, My Epic Heels, The Addicted, Tavern Cast, Blizzcast, The Training Dummies, We're There, It Just, It's, Blizzcast is there, Freckleface, The Official Podcast of the World of Warcraft. That's awesome. So, people, I mean, the community is thriving. On this subreddit, it is amazing, amazing. So if you haven't gone over to check it out, please go check it out. You will find podcasts that are related to the World of Warcraft that you've never heard of before, and they're well worth you going and checking out and listening and getting their opinions, insights on everything that's going on in the game that we all love to play but hate to put on a resume. Be part of next week's show by sending in your comments, questions, email, or any other kind of feedback by using our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. You can join the over 1 million people in the last 72 hours that have been there. You can email us at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can call the Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342. Leave us a voice message there. We'll drop it in the show. You can send us a post on Facebook. You can tweet us. The show is at Hearthcast. Hearthcast Freck for Freckleface and me. I'm over at Hearthcast Root. If you do, please use the hashtag Hearthcast. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, ReduceTheLag.com and Rare Spawn Studios. Find Hearthcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for Hearthcast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening We would like to thank